One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. All right, we're going to get to the Trump latest indictment. They, um, I forgot what the term is that they did for Trump, but they brought him, they served him a paper, a notice, a thing. He's going to get indicted by this guy, Jack, whatever he is, in Washington, D.C. for inciting a... An insurrection. An insurrection. Something that he was cleared for during did impeachment. Did you read his statement about so it, though, He was, he was by cleared the way? for during impeachment, you know, by the, by the, uh... I know, but his statement cracked me up. Well, Did hold you? on. I want to tackle a bit of housekeeping okay. before we do this. I just okay. saw the name Brent Bozell. Okay. And Brent Bozell and I share a similar beard. So, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, no, so the, why, the reason I bring that up is, yes, because of the beard. So, I had a an Epiphone today, Alice, while I was driving the car. Looked in the rear view mirror. I saw my growth, my facial growth, and it occurred to me we're good, I was going to cut it for a wedding mm-hmm. Saturday. Yes. Because the person who was at, because I'm going to be officiating the wedding. Yes. You've been granted powers by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I have been for that one day. So if anybody else wants a quickie <laughs> wedding or divorce or divorce or do you want me to change your gender, I can do it all for that one day. Reach out to me. I don't know if it works um, like that. I'm getting my, a quickie divorce from you, too, and finding for me for getting the house, by the way. Okay. Sucks to be you. Do I have the kids or no? Yes, you have the kids <laughs> and the dog. And I have to pay you, I assume? Yes. Um, so, so it occurs to me, Alice, mm-hmm. we might have a problem here because would you say that my face is tanned at all? Yes. Okay. But your beard, you think you won't be tanned under your beard? Maybe. That's right. I could have a tan line, a beard-shaped <laughs> tan line. Then I guess we have to spray tan you then. <laughs> or should I should I chop it off earlier and then give myself some days to even out? Maybe we can have, maybe if it's truly disastrous, we can have the makeup people work on you that day. The ones doing all the bridesmaids. I'd rather not do that. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, we're going to have to deliberate this. This is an issue. Guys, does this happen? Some of you guys with real beards probably... I don't know. Probably... At the beginning, it was pretty thin. So mm-hmm. it probably hasn't been that long that it's been thick enough to like block out the sun. Do you think? I don't know. I don't know. 
I do love my clippers, though. Very fun. Mm. Very fun. All right. So with the Trump thing, is it double jeopardy? I don't know. But you were going to read his statement or something? Yeah. It's his statement that he put out. It's hilarious. It says, wow. On Sunday night, while I was with my family, having just arrived from the Turning Point event in Florida, where I won the straw poll against all other Republican candidates with 85.7%, with all polls showing me leading in the Republican primary by very substantial numbers, almost everyone predicting that I will be the Republican nominee for president, and as I am leading Democrat Joe Biden in the polls by a lot, horrifying news for our country was given to me by my attorneys. Is this the truth? (laughs) Um... This is an image with text. I don't know if he. I think it's the truth. It's got to be a truth. That's all it does, too. right? Yeah, I guess so. Deranged Jack Smith. <laughs> Deranged Jack Smith. The prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ sent a letter again. It was Sunday night, stating that I am a target of the January sixth grand jury investigation, and giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. So now Joe Biden's Attorney General Merrick Garland, who I turned down for the United States Supreme Court in retrospect based on his corrupt and unethical actions, a very wise decision, together with Joe Biden's Department of Injustice, have effectively <laughs> issued a third indictment and arrest of Joe Biden's number one political opponent, who is largely dominating him in the race for the presidency. Nothing like this has ever happened in our country before or even close. They illegally spied on my campaign, attacked me with a totally fake dossier that was funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign and the DNC, impeached me twice. I won. They failed on the Mueller witch hunt. No collusion. They failed on the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the 51 intelligence agents fraud, the FBI Twitter files, the DOJ. Facebook censorship uh, and every other scam imaginable but on top of all that they have now effectively indicted me three times the DOJ staffed and runs the DA's office in Manhattan with a probable fourth coming from Atlanta where the DOJ are in strict and possibly illegal coordination with the district attorney whose record on murder and other violent crime is abysmal. This witch hunt is all about election interference and a complete and total political weaponization of law enforcement. It is a very sad and dark period for our nation. I, you know, read that in its entirety, but I'm, and, and, uh, nothing, um, about it is untrue necessarily. <laughs> I just find his delivery so hilarious. Yes. No, as usual, as usual it is. Uh, and, uh, CNN, of course. Uh, Terrible news for our country. <laughs> yeah, CNN, of course, this is a big move. This is and just one gravity. last point. Jack Smith, remember when the classified documents target letter, when Trump announced that, there was a lot of commentary. It was Jack Smith making a mistake here. Is he leaving this all to Donald Trump? And then they released the indictment, and we all said, wow. Wow. We read it. We saw the documentation. We saw the level of detail. Jack Smith going to Subway today is a message to Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump tries to intimidate people. He tries to bully people. He tries to scare you away. Literally, Subway for a sub, Jack Smith went to. So I don't understand what does it mean that he went to Subway. You don't get it, man. I don't. He's showing them, you know what? I'm going to go and get my BLT sub, regardless of the, your mighty authoritarian fascist tendencies, Mr. Trump. I'm going to eat my lunch proudly like I don't do every day and not be intimidated by your truth, your searing truth. That was Jack Smith with no words and a simple $5 sub in his hands saying, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, the imagery was uh, was intentional. You know, all out of five dollars. It really is, his um, Jared. I- right? Just saying. So, so wait a second. So the imagery was intentional. Are they trying to really actually make a thing 
Out of the sub? I don't know. I've been seeing people make like subway memes and I just don't understand it. So I'm asking all you people who are younger or hipper or more online than me or whatever, please explain to me what I'm missing about the subway. Like I don't get so what a I'm message saying. to Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't understand eating... what it means to go to subway. I will eat These this guys, very but, but mediocre but, but, sandwich but, just to show you. Like but, I don't get what it means. But he's such a melodramatic bitch, this guy in CNN. And Dana Bash, his, his ex-wife, is also. I mean, he's being so melodramatic, and he said something with that sub. He said, sir. Was he is- wearing his, like, uh, Star Trek evil emperor outfit when he did that? Have you seen him wearing that? Who? When Jack Smith, when they post pictures of oh, him no. wearing that weird, like, Turns out black even Jack outfit. Smith can't resist a $5 footlong. That's according to what we see right there, new and exclusive CNN video of the special counsel at Subway. Declining, though, to respond to reporters' questions about today's big news, a target letter sent to the former president of the United States, CNN's Evan Perez, was there (laughs) trying to track down the special... This is all B-roll. This is B-roll. This is the stuff that you so would leave out. So they're trying to make it this a thing that like you... that this is a historic video of him going to yes. Subway after yes. sending and, Donald and, and, Trump and, and, a target and the, letter. And the guy and the prosecutor did not answer questions. So this is literally, literally is B-roll. This is the failure to get a news story. <laughs> As a news story. It. He went and purchased the sub. Well, what else happened? What did he say? What did he do? He went to Subway for a sub. Now, you know, it might be a news story had he gone to uh, Planned Parenthood and walked out <laughs> with a sub. Or t- gone to Subway and walked out with an abortion. But to walk out of Subway, is, people are walking out of Subway with subs fairly often. I'm pretty sure. That's one of their leading products. <laughs> I, I mean, think. I don't understand. I legitimately don't understand why they're haunting his it's footsteps a message. at Subway. Special counsel, I won't ask you all of the uh, less important things about what he got and yeah. how he paid and all that. But but what is important is... Uh, already this guy, Jack, whatever, Wait, is... how he paid? Jack Smith is already going to... like. The, is she fangirling over him? Like my, like our daughter's reading Bye Bye, doing Bye Bye Birdie, like, like he's Conrad Birdie. Oh my goodness. Tell me how he paid... What else did he order? Was there si- what did he have in his drink? Did he push the little buttons on his drinks that say, uh, you know, diet or regular? What else happened? Oh, my goodness. Give us all the details. Why Is this reporting on Harry they Styles or been, is this reporting they on... They have been doing that a little bit with Jack Smith. Remember, they did that with Mueller for a long time, too, yes. which is why they couldn't... They had to pretend to be very impressed with the Mueller report. Yes, even though you know, Mueller hadn't read it. <laughs> um, but the remember, imagery. do you remember the Krasenstein said the children's book where it was like shirtless Mueller flying with I remember, a superhero and, had, and stuff? They had De Niro playing him on Saturday Night Live and everybody's like, yeah, this is the guy who's going to kick <laughs> so down the doors. Weird. Things about what he got and yeah. how he paid and all that. But, but what is important is the imagery here. Uh, they clearly wanted right. us to see him uh, and and that image to be very different from what we saw in the president, former president's post, with, which is that he's a, a deranged individual. Yeah. So, in other words, CNN is image cleaning for them. Right. Hey, no, have he's your not deranged. He's just Dana, a regular guy. He goes to Subway. Make sure your guy is out in front of Subway at 5 p.m. Get some footages of, of us walking, to which CNN literally played like pump-up music. <laughs> Sending a very clear message. It's lunch? Yeah, I mean, look, you can, I can count probably five or six sandwich shops between his office and uh, that location that he was, uh, he was at uh, earlier today. He, was, he stood in line just like everybody else. 
Uh, and I, I wait. Does he know? Is there a special do, do express pass that, like at Disney for like Department that. of Justice people? Uh, pardon me. Excuse me. <laughs> Department of Justice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a steak and cheese, please. Schmucks. Couldn't tell whether it was a foot long or was it a uh, or was it a, a six inch sub. Uh, but look, I mean, the, 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 we now are on on watch for what is, what, ha- what is what is the purpose of you CNN? What is happening? <laughs> And this uh, potential indictment is coming. So you must not know who I am. I'm the man who's about to take down Donald Trump once and for all. It's bizarre. Turns out even and I don't understand. So why did he pass by five or six other sandwich shops to go there specifically? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the symbolism? I don't. I'm like is there, truly Is there missing, a symbolism to someone I'm just truly is, missing something? Is well, it's vaguely associated with um a guy who. <laughs> well, we won't go there because we'll be accused of being a QAnon conspiracy. But I mean, like I, wait, I wait, just wait, don't wait, understand. No, no, it's what? No, the Jared guy. That's all I was thinking of. Okay, Subway is. Subway's- headquartered in Connecticut. So what's the point, though, that he went to Subway? He passed by five or six other sandwich shops, waited in line. Like, what? I don't get it. Founded in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I There's nothing Trump about Bridgeport, I literally don't understand what it means that he went to Subway. Uh, nobody does. <laughs> I this feel is, like I... It's as if they had the editorial writer, or actually the literature reviewer of the New York mm-hmm. Times come and write a script. Make something colorful out of this. All we have is B-roll. Of a guy with protection walking in and, bu- and buying a sub. Obviously, it was coordinated because they told CNN's not hanging out in front of the all-important subway for something to happen. <laughs> Sending a message. Yeah, I don't. Who I? What's the? It's very message? He's not on a low-carb diet. News coverage. I don't understand at all. Um, subway is also like not great food, though. Right. If you're gonna have a sub. You need to go to a sub shop. Subway is what you have to do if you're out of choices. I know. They measure the meat in Subway. I usually used to want to pull a gun when I'd go into one and somebody would start measuring the stuff. Even like Quiznos is better than Subway. Subway is terrible. But anyway, I save it for the food show, I guess. But I like, I just, it's bizarre coverage. A message so- to Donald Trump. <laughs> just, what is the message I, I, don't, I know it's in code we don't understand we don't understand but i that's why i say i feel like everybody else got some message that there's, i didn't get more reporting like uh, of course on the special counsel side that's the justice department and it's appointee jack smith jack smith is tight-lipped he was spotted today by cnn going to subway for lunch picking up a sandwich leaving and not saying a word so no comment from the special counsel's office on whether they plan to indict donald trump and when that is potentially going to happen for the second time for a federal case wow that is not fascinating (laughs) i don't get it um so the other thing cnn did today is they um interviewed they had a long form interview with jake tapper Perez says he stood in line like everybody else i can't get over this there's so much (laughs) happening here the other thing cnn did today is they did a long form interview tapper with ron desantis yeah death sentence yeah and 
did you watch any of it? Like any of the clips that were around no. of it? I mean, I saw a few of the clips. It's really boring. I mean, like DeSantis, like he, they covered policy in depth mainly. You know, there was no, and I just like I think with the Jack Smith stuff happening and this coverage of him on CNN at the same time, I think it really brings home that like people aren't looking for you to go on CNN and treat Jake Tapper like he's a serious, honest person. Right? Like the Trump town hall was a lot of fun. Right. He called Caitlin Collins nasty Mm -hmm. in the middle of the thing, you know, but DeSantis had, like, a serious policy discussion, which I guess, you know, like, he he's not Mr. Charisma. Like, I'll say that. But um, I thought it was pretty boring, the clips that I was seeing that CNN was posting. Like, and if that's the clips that they're posting, um, then I it doesn't seem, you know, but, like, if that were Trump, Trump would be, like, going after Tapper. He'd be saying interesting stuff. He'd be dissing Jack Smith and in the middle of the interview or whatever, you know, like it wouldn't be a serious policy conversation. And maybe people are ready for boring, but maybe they're not. Okay. Let me go play a couple of these cuts here. This is the DeSantis stuff. Yes. It's not. So um, let's turn to foreign policy because obviously that goes hand in hand with military policy in many ways. As a Congressman in 2015, you strongly backed arming Ukraine after Russia invaded and seized uh, Crimea as a presidential candidate. You've said that the conflict is not a vital national interest. So, so, as president, what will, your, what will your policy be? Will you want to stop arming Ukraine? Will you stop financial support for Ukraine? So, first, a vital national interest to me means we would potentially send troops there. And I don't think anybody wants to see troops in Ukraine. And I would believe that in 2015 as well. It's more of a secondary or, or tertiary interest. So, my policy is going to be very simple. Our number one threat to our country is from China in terms of foreign threat. We also have a threat of being able to not secure our own border. Tens of thousands of people are dying every year because the cartels are running fentanyl. So um, let's turn to foreign policy because obviously um, that goes hand in hand with military. That is not a great cut. I mean... Yeah, they're all like that, as far as I could see from the cuts that I was seeing that they're posting everywhere. That's like a... That's a trip to the subway. <laughs> cut. This is, I, I mean, I'm not mad at DeSantis. It's no, just not I'm a great not cut. either. And here's He's the thing: boring. things like DEI and all that stuff. It hasn't worked in other aspects of society. It very well may be on the constitutional chopping block in light of the uh, Supreme Court's decision on on racial discrimination in higher education. And so, it's not a model that I think is going to be successful in the military. And so, we're going to do uh, what has been successful in the past. And I think you're going to see better recruiting as a result. So, the Pentagon says that they do try to achieve diversity in recruiting, but not when it comes to promotions. That's all merit-based. Well, I mean, I think that we have seen standards uh, uh, watered down in different situations. I I think that that's probably not accurate. Obviously, they're going to say they're doing a good job. I mean, we get that. That's going to be their thing, but but I don't think that that's uh, in tune with reality. And here's that's, a good thing. that's a good answer. I mean, all his answers are fine. He doesn't say anything wrong. Like, everything he says is true. But, like, do people want to see you go give Jake Tapper good policy answers? Or do people want to see you post a gif of you uh, throwing CNN out of the wrestling ring? Right. I mean, you know, like, this is the thing. Is It's just not, like, this is why people like Trump. DeSantis is boring. This is true. Right. Well, here's the CNN's take. CNN's Bakari Sellers et al. 
I think what we showed today was that um, I was happy to see him sit down with, I forget what they call you now, corporate media. Corporate whatever. media. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that's yeah, the nice version. That's, 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 that's a nice version. Trust me, I know. Um, but I, I was glad to see him sit down outside of his bubble because then it helps him look more electable. I mean, it, it's one thing to do a, a Joe Rogan interview or kind of the fringes. It's another thing to sit down with. Joe Rogan isn't French. By no, the way. he's mainstream. <laughs> You're French. He's like a Bernie, bro. <laughs> like what? Yeah, but, who but, happens but, but, to but, like God? I'm also like, saying. You're talking ideologically. I'm, I'm just saying, fringe, Joe Rogan, the world watches Joe Rogan and right. does not watch CNN. Yeah, like 20 CNN million is people watch choice. like every episode Joe Rogan puts I up. love that. Just the self-perception that we are important in mainstream establishment, professional news He's people. staying away from fringe people with audiences of like 20 million and coming yeah. to us where approximately 600,000 people will see this interview. <laughs> like, At no time uh, uh, Rogan has had three people swooned over a prosecutor going to Subway. And he paid just like everybody else. A, a consummate journalist. And I think today he was able to handle those questions and deal with them. Jay, Jake Tapper sucks as a journalist. And although I don't, I don't believe in his policies per se, but he actually looked decently presidential today. Yeah. I'm not sure it was a reset because everything is, I'm anti-woke, anti-woke. Today he just inserted in the military. But at least today well, he started. actually, that's interesting that he says that, that he inserted about the wokeness in the military because that's not... He didn't insert that. Jake Tapper specifically asked him that. He had an unreleased CNN poll about the reasons why. And this actually made me mad because this is like, and if I, this is a case where if DeSantis took them on the premise of their question and I would not have because the premise of the question was wrong. So they, they had some stupid poll about like why people aren't joining the military. And like the first bunch of reasons are all like, Oh, afraid to like, be gay bashed. Afraid to be gay bashed. Afraid like the military is mean to minorities uh, and women, uh, and but and like normal things like I could die. I don't want to go overseas. Like, and then like he said that wokeness was only listed as the ninth reason why people aren't joining the military, but and it, as if to say that's not an important reason, but. Depending who they polled, like I haven't looked at the cross tabs of the poll, but I'm willing to bet that 10 years ago, wokeness was not any of the reasons people mm -hmm. were not joining the military. Well, 10 years ago, that was not a reason. And if that's a primary reason amongst the people who would ordinarily be joining the military, because I'm willing to bet that not wanting to die and not wanting to go overseas were like also big reasons right. 10 years ago that you wouldn't want to join the military and that those people probably were not going to join the military anyway. The problem is that the group of people who ordinarily would be joining the military are not. So right. you need to go to those people who normally would be joining the military and find out. And I'm willing to bet that if you figure out who that subset is, of people who would have been joining the military and are not now joining the military, that you will find that wokeness is a pretty big reason with them. Because I, we've had people tell us this too, like message us, because sometimes we'll post or talk about these things, like these military recruiting posts where they're, talking about recruiting non-binary people or celebrating pride well, so, or so recruiting based on astrological signs and and like people will message us and say morale is terrible this military is being run by psychopaths essentially and like it's horrible it's horrible for recruiting it's horrible for morale for the people that are there can i ask you a question yes does rachel levine actually have a military rank admiral right so 
he gets to be. Yeah, I mean, this just, is what I'm saying. That like, right there is your 9%. But the premise of the question to say like, oh, it's only the ninth reason why people aren't joining the military is like so enumerate, right? Like DeSantis should have pushed. He said, well, his answer wasn't bad, but he was just like, well, a lot of people like aren't even like defining wokeness and a lot of people won't define the word and that's why blah, blah, blah. But, you know, but he should have pushed back more on the premise of the question. He should have been like tougher and pushed back more on Tapper. I thought... That being said, there is this persistent narrative that Trump is just going to cruise to the nomination and DeSantis's campaign is like totally imploding, which I also don't think is totally true. Um, you know, I. Well, he's I don't fired think, some people. I don't think that. Well, I think there has there have been mistakes in his campaign. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. I think we talked about the ad where he, you know was trying to look like Top Gun or something. But that wasn't... Mission that's not status a bad, critical. Like, that is terrible, actually. <laughs> I mean, but, 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 like, that was pretty bad. And, like, that... Whatever that video ad was where they were saying how they're more anti-gay than Trump is or whatever. Oh, yeah. They were the gay, which do. was, like, a gay club music was <laughs> it, was, in it. It was an odd... There have been some odd choices, and I think they've been too online. But, you know, I... Don't, and so I think this narrative has taken hold, particularly on Twitter, that the campaign's like totally the wheels have fallen off. Um, there's some narratives out there. He's raised a lot of money, but they've also spent a lot of money. So there's some and, narratives well, a lot about, of it's not small donors, so it's big donors. I mean, he's made the debates in terms right. of the number of donors, yeah. but anyway, you know, which if whatever. You don't, but well, but, but, but we, here's the thing: is that it, that do- it doesn't seem to actually be true in the actual polling of the actual early primary states that his campaign is totally imploding and not getting off the ground. He's still losing to Trump by double digits. So that's yeah. still, I mean, like you can't and you can't win the nomination if you're losing to someone else by double digits. That's obviously true. So I would say right now, Trump is looking like the most likely nominee. But this idea that his campaign is totally falling apart and he's absolutely not going to be the nominee, he's very well positioned to potentially a lot, a lot be the nominee. In a couple months. Yeah, a lot could happen in a couple months. There was this poll that came out of uh, New Hampshire today. This was a qualifying poll for the debates. So it was in the news because it was... Um, it was, you know, it got some of the people into the debates. It also was a qualifying poll for Bergham, who's going to need a couple more of those to qu- fully qualify. But um, but this was, again, this is New Hampshire. If you had to guess just randomly off the top of your head, where would you say Trump is in New Hampshire? What percent of the Republican primary voters? Uh, f- 45. That's probably where I would have been, too. He's at 37. He's down five from the last time UNH did this same poll. Hmm. DeSantis is at 23. He's up one. So he's still double digits behind, like I say, like, which is not, you know, he's, I would still put Trump as most likely to win New Hampshire right now, but, but that's lower than I would have thought Trump was with the New Hampshire primary voters. Uh, Scott is at eight. Christie's at six. Burgum is at six. That shocks me. Burgum's in there? Yeah. At six? Um, I mean, I just... the Unless he's been there for two years and working every corner. Nobody knew the name Burgum no. until a few months ago. 
No, like, yeah, literally he's not like he's a it. superstar. And he is, so he's definitely going to have the donors because we've Where's talked Vivek? about his donors. How is Bergen beating Vivek? Yeah, I know. I wondered that too. Vivek, Vivek is at five, which is up three from the last time they did this poll. But I found that surprising too because they did... Um, Everybody talks about how much they like Vivek, but it's kind of almost seems like he's everybody's second choice. So Vivek and mm. Haley are at five. Oh, Haley's tied with him. And then Pence at one, Hurd at one, Hutchinson at zero, Suarez, who's that mayor from Florida, is at zero. Um, huh. So. Um, well, but isn't the problem this, Alice? Sure, do you, you, do you want to continue? Do you still make a point? And, no, go ahead with what well, you're saying. Cause I, isn't the problem this? For DeSantis, DeSantis mm-hmm. is saying, is saying, elect me. Right. I'll go against pernicious forces, and and wrestle the machine to the ground. Meanwhile, Trump is engaged right now in battle with the machine. Trump has right like this little racy thing he's doing, the primary stuff. That's fun and cute. Trump is fighting the establishment. And getting indicted every 10 seconds. But it is on some with of it, him. Does some of it, like, wear off a little bit? Like, well, the I th- historic indictment of a former president and that it's, like, Banana Republic stuff, which it is. But it, does some of, like... In favor, it wears off. Because no, but it's, I mean, it's just all fraudulent. It's just no. It is all fraudulent. But do you think, in general, like, people get sick of the storyline in both directions a little bit? Because I, I, I felt but, more outraged... About, like, the uh, other indictment, like, the r- stupid sexual assault indictment or whatever. Not that's not an indictment, I guess. It's a oh, civil I see case. what you're saying. But you know what I mean? Like, I felt more outraged about that. Does the outrage start to wear off? And you're like, yeah, they're going oh, okay. after so him. Not, like, you don't okay. mean outrage as in outraged by the um, allegations. Outraged by the, the fact yeah, that they're trying some to of the, like, destroy him. Well, no, I think some it just of the builds. like they're trying to destroy I, him wear I think it, off, and like we, no. I want to move on from the conversation. No, I think this just keeps on reinforcing it, which is why he's I'm gonna a little get, bored by Trump's him getting get, indicted. Now he's going to get goosed again. His his ratings, his numbers are going to get goosed again. Undoubtedly, this we're seeing this over the top piling on right after Hunter Biden's cocaine is found in the White House, and a, no investigation takes place. That right, would, that's that, true. It's crazy. The contrast is crazy. Is they they have absolutely pa- painted no they haven't they've embodied the corrosive corrupted establishment swamp this administration and this president yeah and now Trump is absolutely embodying somebody who dares try to fix it or change it right and so they're they're not not even hiding the fact that they're trying to destroy him using uh whatever they can use and if he's found guilty of of one of these one of these um what's that called um when you go against your country not like treason or treason whatever. things then he then he can't run for president if if he is whatever i mean it this is so in plain sight here that no i think it, it i mean that's why i'm as of right now voting for trump i'm supporting trump i think it's got to be him it's got to be the more that the, he's the guy who's getting piled on and destroyed, the more he's got to be the guy. Yeah. So I thought these some of these other numbers that weren't the headline numbers out of here were interesting, too. For second choice, um, Ron DeSantis is and uh, Vivek are topping the list of second people's second choice, each with 18, hmm. which I think makes sense. That yeah. vibes with what 
I feel like I hear people say they like him all the time, mm-hmm. Vivek, but he doesn't pull his high. Tim Scott is twelve uh, well, so percent of people's second to, choice. The, the, the second choice. Um. I mean, I think the second choice is like, even though I feel like on Twitter it's very like Trump versus DeSantis, mm-hmm. I do think that Ron DeSantis is a lot of people's who support Trump's second choice. Still. Right. And I think a lot of people who like Trump also like DeSantis. And I think a lot of people who like Trump also like Vivek. Mm-hmm. But I think they prefer Trump first. Right. And maybe for the reasons why I'm preferring Trump. Right. Maybe. But you like Vivek and you like Ron DeSantis. Right. Well, and but, you would vote for either of them. Yes. Whereas, and that's why I feel like when I say that I think Twitter presents this false reality Mm -hmm. where it's like the DeSantis people and the Trump people like hate each other and are going after each other like I don't think that that's actually true like for regular voters who aren't Uh, engaged I also think that in both DeSantis and Vivek you're getting the best of Mitt Romney with the best of Donald Trump both of them can comport themselves both of them have a huge um, huge uh, competency Right and knowledge of the subject matter. Vivek mm-hmm. is can just reel it up, and so can DeSantis. You feel like you're in really competent, big brain right. hands with those guys. Right now, this I thought was interesting too. The twenty. So in terms of second choice, Tim Scott then comes in next with twelve. Mike Pence with eleven. Donald Trump with ten. Larry Elder with five. Nikki Haley with three. Doug Burgum with three. Chris Christie with three. Da da da. Little numbers then, right? But. What 2024 GOP presidential candidate would you not vote for amongst any among and under any circumstances among GOP primary voters? Chris Christie tops this list. Uh, <laughs> it's the only list he tops. Yeah. 35%. People just hate him. He's yeah. only in there as a spoiler. He does nothing for anybody. Nobody likes him. So 35 if 35% of the voters will not vote for you under any circumstances, just go home. Yeah, that's a tough one for him. <laughs> like, I don't know. Mike Pence is next with 20%. I think that's... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's obvious why is the... Because he stole the election. Yeah. And then Donald Trump is next to I mean, with, nothing, YouTube. Sorry, nobody stole anything. Uh, and then Donald Trump is at 18% with 18% won't vote for you, which is not great. Ron DeSantis is at 4%. Only 4% of people will not vote for DeSantis under any circumstances. And they actually have comparable name recognition. If you go down to like the favorability, both Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, 100% of the people had an opinion like favorable, unfavorable or neutral. None of them said about those guys. They don't know enough about them to say. Right. Right. And actually, interestingly, also, Chris Christie was very close. Only 5% of the voters said they didn't know enough about Chris Christie to say. So it was Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, and Mike Pence were the ones with the biggest name recognition. So another reason, I think, Mm -hmm. that Vivek and DeSantis are the second choice of Republicans was put on display today in the White House. And here you go. And we brought Israelis and Palestinians together at a political level, and they, uh, and, uh, at the, uh, and Akwa and the Polish Shram. And uh, as I uh, affirmed the Prime Minister... Meanwhile, the Israeli guy's like looking at the camera and yeah, around at the staff like, is this okay? Is, there a doctor? <laughs> is the president dying right. in front of me? Is it Biden continues to be old as hell? And I think, uh, I think voters are enthused by the idea of somebody with actually naturally brown hair um, being in the Oval Office because this is, uh, this is not good. And so once again, Trump is the exception. exception. Obviously, these guys weren't going to vote for Biden anyway, but man... And that's actually, if it ever gets to... The problem is, DeSantis can't hit Trump on... He can't hit Trump on anything, really. Because the only t- attacks DeSantis, DeSantis can do, he can't echo any attacks that Democrats have. Because that'll be right. seen by him being in cahoots with the BS Liz Cheney stuff. Mm-hmm. He can't. So he can't hit them on anything Democrats will hit him on. All he can hit them on is the is handing the country over to Fauci, which is a good note. Mm-hmm. And, and Chris Ray and all those people. Like, if you don't like the sure. deep state, like, if you don't like what Chris Ray did to Trump, like, he also hired Chris Ray. Sure. He promoted but he, Millie. He, like, you know, if you. But but I don't think Trump voters care, is the thing. Well, about right. Any of those and then, and also, yeah. And I mean, there's a narrative there that these seemingly good Beltway military guys and, and bureaucrats. Uh, are turn out to be rotten, and Trump found that out, and we found out with him. Right. You know, he did some bad hiring, but maybe the pool, the pool who that knows how to navigate the streets of Washington D.C., mm-hmm. they're all corrupt or damaged. Not all of them. I mean, there were some good ones. But De- well, Betsy DeVos was not a D.C. person. No, but I mean, she's a big money like, right well that's how involved that's, that's, person right. right i mean that's how they get paid right <laughs> the big big bundlers <laughs> get some uh get uh, cushy jobs um what else we got uh oh well, hold on let me hear from my check for my girlfriend here uh... um i do one other random stat from that new hampshire poll that a lot of people have been citing that's 
kind of interesting, I guess, um, is in the New Hampshire poll among voters with children in the household. DeSantis is beating Trump 56 to 23. Oh, interesting. So that's, I mean, a lot of people are citing it to say like, oh, he's getting back like the suburban parents votes, you know? The like moms for DeSantis kind of people, like normie people, right? Yes. Which I think is true to an extent. The question is how much can you do that bring back the like suburban voters who are okay with Romney but not with Trump without losing those other people that Trump brings in, right? In terms of a general election. That's a tough one. I mean, I think that's what Pence was trying to do. Right. I think a lot of people have tried to do that and no one has, as well as Trump, brought those other voters in. Trump does freak out a lot of people. Yes. Like a lot of suburban kind of moderate people type people mm-hmm. really don't like Trump. That's that 18% that's in there that I would never consider voting for Trump, right? Whereas DeSantis is only at 4% who would never consider voting for him, right? But Trump brings in different people to the party that you don't necessarily get with a DeSantis potentially in a general election. That's, can, can we check in um, with my girlfriend or no? Who's your girlfriend? Can you attend his address tomorrow? I will not be attending. There's currently a crisis of democracy and apartheid. Um, and I think that this is something that has been a consensus among human rights organizations. AOC will not be watching the Prime Minister or President of Israel, oh. uh, President Isaac Herzog. Alice, I've got a concern. I get, We need to talk about something. Okay. We need to talk about something? Yeah. AOC may have lost a little something off her fastball. Hotness wise? Yeah. I don't know if How she's so? gained weight or she looked very chipmunky. I don't know. Did you send she's us very... that clip? I didn't look at her on it. Yeah, oh, there uh, she is. Yeah. Look. She the... does seem a little puffy or something. She seems puffier. Is he, is she with child? You can tell, right? You have I'm, I'm not gonna baby speculate dar, right? on if she's with child. Why not? Why not? Why wouldn't you speculate? Is she showing other signs? People she's can very... look puffy for all kinds of she reasons. Very puffy. Maybe she slept badly. I don't know. Jeez. <sighs> Her job isn't to be hot for you, Tom. It's not? No. <laughs> no. That's, uh, but that's how I grade her. Okay, well. And she's getting it C- today. Sorry. This is not good. I'm going to need an A. Maybe AOC you should write a, I'm not your constituent, but I'm going to weigh in anyway letter to her. Just to uh, let her know. I know we're low on time. There's a couple other things that I wanted to hit quickly because I thought they were like very important stories. Um. One is this new story that um, Colin Wright has out on his Substack. It's not actually by him. He's one of these people doing like what Barry Weiss is doing, where yeah. his Substack <clears throat> is like from multiple people. It's like a news outlet. So this is um, by some people, Jennifer Lal and Callie Fell on his Substack. His primary issue, he's a liberal, really, Colin Wright. Do you follow him at all? Uh, No. But um, he's like some kind of biology guy um who's like very against the trans stuff his, so his substack is called reality's last stand that it's like that it's just insanity but he's like a liberal on he's not like a conservative guy or something so anyway so he is highlighting the story on here and um you know these other people wrote it but there was a big new study 
remember we talked about the like trans breastfeeding, sorry, yes. chest feeding, whatever, where mm -hmm. uh, men, it makes them feel feminine and good about themselves if they can pretend they can breastfeed babies yes. with their chest secretions. Um, so, so gross. Yeah. Even though there's no evidence that this is like okay for children and they're on all kinds of like some cocktail of hormones to do it and we have no idea if it's good like i can't even take ibuprofen or like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like no, it's also and, it's but, also not breastfeeding it's also um um uh, oral molestation of a child yeah so anyway so you thought that was screwed up but they're now reaching like new levels of effed up with the like trans people having babies and being weird about it situation, which is that traditionally what's been done is if women who transition to become men decide that they want to become children, they have to like go off some of their transing hormones. Wait, women who women who become men. Yes. Decide but, that they want to have children. Right. Yep. So they have to go off some of their like all these hormones that they're on. In right. order to become pregnant and stuff, because you shouldn't be taking heavy duty doses of testosterone your entire pregnancy. Testosterone treatments are classed as an X class drug, which means there's significant risks to the fetus right. in development. Like you're not supposed to be taking them. So anyway, there's a new study out that's decided that gendered pregnancy care is too focused on helping women have healthy babies and that trans men should just continue taking testosterone during pregnancy despite the known health risks and uh, because the desire for normal fetal outcomes is rooted in a problematic desire to protect offspring from being something other than normal and reflect oh historical my God. and ongoing social practices for creating ideal or normative bodies. Oh my goodness. So, so have a messed up and damaged kid. Yeah, it's eugenics to say you shouldn't do stuff that's freaking terrible for your baby during pregnancy now and problematic because you're being too normative about it. There's a new study out that says uh, presently testosterone is classified as a teratogenic. That means it induces um, gene mutations. Yeah. U.S. FDA pregnancy category X drug suggesting it induces birth defects. It is labeled as such because studies in pregnant women have demonstrated risk to the fetus and or human and animal studies have shown fetal abnormalities and risks of the drug outweigh the benefits. It is well established that prenatal exposure to androgens such as testosterone can cause genital defects in females. Androgens act as masculinizing hormones guiding the formation of male genitalia and inhibiting the development of the vagina in males. So they've decided... That it's too problematic to tell trans men that their testosterone treatments are going to harm this developing child because that's just rooted in your problematic desire for the baby to want to be normal. Trans. Okay. So then, so so they want to be able to deliver as trans men with Right. They want to stay vaginas. on their uh, hormone treatments. The new paper argues that this precautionary and safety-first approach during pregnancy... What paper? Who wrote this? This is a new paper. Um, well, I, I, a new are at least two dozen people out. being arrested for this? <laughs> I, I, I don't so know. I don't know. But, I mean, like, seriously, they arrest moms who have, like, 
like we talked about that other story, the mom who has a drug in her system that's to mm-hmm. prevent her from relapsing on opioids. They took her baby from her for it. But if you're on testosterone, then that's the but throw the precautionary you're damage safety your, for- your child. Mm-hmm. But you're allowed to do it because the Leah Thomas defense the, it makes me happy. Right. I be, I'm happy when I do mm-hmm. it. The paper argues that the precautionary and safety first approach during pregnancy to prevent developmental conditions in the fetus is eugenicist and inscribed in binary notions of sex. So you're going to cause abnormalities in development of your child's private parts essentially they're not going to develop properly because you need to take a bunch of testosterone to make yourself feel good because it makes you happy right okay Social justice activists, this is directly from the paper, social justice activist scholars in the field of critical studies good, I'm glad we're asking them about the medical treatment for pregnant women have made important strides to highlight how the desire to maximize the fitness of offspring and guard against the developmental conditions. We need to reimagine it, don't we? I know. Uh, To guard against conditions considered unhealthy or less than ideal may reflect troubling eugenicist and biomedical moralist underpinnings in ways that further harm already socially marginalized people. Just when you thought these people could not... So socially marginalized people... A troubling trend, socially marginalized people are greater than sign kiddos. Yeah, it's fine to cause your child to have birth defects. Your kiddo can have birth defects if you feel happy Mm -hmm. constantly. And actually, to even question if it's a good thing to give your kid birth defects is eugenicist of you. Right. (laughs) Because that's what eugenics is. Eugenics is don't take drugs that hurt your developing baby. Cyril Shattuck, using the um, parking meter, go ahead. The paper argues that contemporary pregnancy in particular has become a site of epistemic injustice through processes of medical professionals and technologies assuming power and epistemic authority over pregnancy and pregnant people, often denying or superseding the epistemic privilege, knowledge, and control that a pregnant person has over their own body and embodied pregnancy experience. Uh, these papers clearly demonstrate our responsibility. Do quarters fit in there? In the safety first, yes. The safety first approach results in additional social control over women in their everyday lives, often despite equivocal empirical evidence supporting the benefits of such precautions. We argue that in the context of uncertain medical evidence, that hormone replacement therapy with testosterone during pregnancy and chest feeding is a highly gendered treatment context. Pregnancy and lactation care. Mm-hmm. We can revisit this tomorrow if you'd like to, but the show's over. So okay. it is time for... Um, Aunt Cyril, if you want coins, there's probably some in my box. It's a wooden box in my kitchen. A-holes. I know some... There's probably a lot of quarters in here. There's probably a lot of quarters in there. Yeah. It's yeah. In the other day, Cyril fed the meter, and then yeah. he got mad because he was like, well, now what do I get? And I said, you can park. Yeah, you can park right here. And he said, how can I park? I don't even have a car. Yeah, that's true. I actually did that. All right, Alice, what is the hot sauce? The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. A delicious and bold hot sauce in three What's flavors. What's that? Down the street, Alice, where the Lawrence, uh, what's this river called? Merrimack River hits mm-hmm. the um, hits the salt water. What do you call that? It's really, really hot for kids. I don't know. What do you call that? Well, it's called the water the is brackish. A brackish. Brackish, right? Mm-hmm. There's two different 
Two different elements are combining mm-hmm. right there. Okay. We've got some brackishness happening here on the... On the chat chat? On the chat chat. We've got the ne'er-do-wells um, using subterfuge, looking to undermine the system like Stephen Merrimack. Speaking of brackish, Uh-oh. right across that very river. Mm-hmm. And then we have the people, the good citizens. Yeah. Like Paul in the car. Listen to this. Look how wonderful this is done. Uh-huh. Listen to this the title of this message. BB mm-hmm. forward slash Paul in the car. Okay. Forward slash holy hell. Parentheses and his emails in there. What an immaculate way to title it. And of course, all around there now, I've got uh, Steve from Merrimack and his band of miscreants are all anonymous. So I don't know what who's what there. But we're going to start with this person right here. KB1SXV. Do you know who that is? Fred. Oh, it is? Okay. Radio station. Fritz does his own labeling. Hold on. Stop the show. Okay. I was sitting here practicing on my double neck guitar that I made last month, Ooh, and I just realized... What- is this the 612? Do you guys... Re- Do you know what a Gibson 612 is else? Mm-mm. Jimmy Page used to play one. It's a one, two necks. One is a six string, and one is a 12 string. I have played them before. I found them to be like kind of a lot to handle. But if, if you're Jimmy Page, you've got a lot to a lot of production. He didn't have another guitarist. Talking about, I was playing along with you guys watching Burn Barrel, and I'm not going to use any pronouns: his, her, they, them. I could give a crap what you identify as. You could be a tree stump for all I care. Mm. No way, man! I am done with this. Totally done with it. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, Fritz. And by the way, I need to know. Oh, oh my. Oh, no. Parking meter lamp. It's been disrupted. Come on. It never quite fully recovered from falling out of the car. I know. That was freaking tragic. That's what you get for living on a hill. Um, I I actually need to find a way, because I put weed killer, or no, stump killer on some tree stumps, and it didn't kill them. I need to know, if you guys know of a homebrew way to kill stumps. I got a lot of stuff. I also got weeds that come back. I have a lot to kill, including a full... I need a full... And don't... Tell me not to poison the earth. Uh, you know, find I need something that's going to kill every blade of grass on my patio, which is little nuggets of stone, but it was full of grass. I think a lot of people put down like the black stuff. The black under stuff is the been, dirt. It's down there, but it's no on the, on our patio. It is, but maybe we need a new batch. Maybe we need a new batch of a lot of stuff. Unfortunately. <laughs> okay. That's not the listener's fault. Okay, I'm going to go to one of the anonymouses. Anonymi, okay? Okay. If you're going to do the Laverne and Shirley Damn theme it, song, Prince. you have to do the video and watch it on Wayne's World. Wayne and Garth doing the video. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, it's, Later. Been, a, it's been a while. I actually saw that in the theater. It was a very notable theater. Um, for, so Fritz has one named KBSSXV radio station, and this one's just anonymous. There's no way to tell. This is the system will not work. So wait, are you now? Is Fritz in trouble too now? Fritz is in trouble now. He is. He's with Steve from Merrimack and his and his crew. Doctor Cheswick, Doctor Cheswick has labeled Doctor Cheswick, and one's labeled Doctor Cheswick A Y C E. I just wanted to uh, comment on that story about the. A uh, congressperson who used colored people instead of right. people of color. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, hey, Cyril, can we, we'll see you downstairs. We're in almost a done. Okay. See you. Bye. Go ahead. We're, we were talking to the audience now. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> um, 
when Quantum Leap was on television. It was my favorite show. Yeah. And um, Sam uh, jumped into the body of an attorney who was defending a black woman. Well, maybe Sam's not the old guy. Maybe he's the other guy, Scott Bakula. Okay. I, I didn't watch it, but I mean, I had friends who watched it. And in, but it was during the fifties, I think. And so um, he kept saying that she was black, and the other attorney corrected him and said, "Don't you mean colored?" Ah, huh, interesting. And of course, he then after that he sort of just didn't refer to her uh, color or not. Um, they, the way they wrote the script, it, it kind of, he kind of diverted to just using her name. So, um, yeah, that's a really interesting thing that hmm. you are allowed to say certain words, but you're not. And if you're a certain color, you can say whatever you'd like. Right. And they don't hurt what a great society. Yes. They don't hurt to hear if the person who says it is the right color otherwise they hurt to hear mm -hmm. and they change all the time yes. the words that you're allowed to say and aren't allowed to say it's impossible to keep up all right this is just jad just another deadbeat okay hey guys uh stop by saying thanks for the show and all the work you put into My it pleasure. great you know in episode 811 tom's looking Phil? for a word and uh the word i who is it Phil? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'd suggest to you is Patriot, Patreon. Patreon. And oh, yeah. The reason I say this is because just like the, the rep in Congress that was of, offended by her cohort's words, um, so too were you and your Patreon listeners seem to be triggered um, by 30 minutes of additional chatter for those yep. of us that are unable or unwilling <laughs> to come up with the monthly fee. Mm -hmm. Oh, so here now, now we have another war brewing the patreon versus the non-patreon by the way tim and canton mm -hmm. called today me on the air to gloat that he had stolen <laughs> the patreon show? yes well one person subscribed actually that's great so uh, so you bullied one person into i need everybody you. who's listening right now mm -hmm. who listened to that patreon episode who is not a patreon subscriber i need everybody's address <laughs> okay. and you will receive an invoice okay I also think the contrast in your personalities really rang through on this issue also. You know, Alice says, oh, we have to have a makeup session for the Patreon subscribers. And Tom just says, we deadbeats should pay up. <laughs> so Alice is makeup and Tom is pay up. Either way, I love the show. Thank you. Uh, there was a time when my podcast rankings in Boston were Kirk 1, Jerry 2, Tom and Alice 3, and now I'd put you guys first, Kirk 2nd, wow. and Jerry 3rd. Your, your hard work is paying off, and uh, you guys are both great. Thank, Thank you. you so much. What am Nobody I send that audio to Colonnade. That is a stolen valor, I believe <laughs> they call it. Don't worry. They're in New York. I think we're safe. Okay. Safe from scrutiny. All right. Ooh. Ooh, this is good. Okay. Wait. Is everything okay over there? This is another one. Eat forward slash. No, that means all you can eat. Paul in the car forward slash just eat ice cream. Forward, okay, so so we'll save that one for later. Well okay. done, Paul. Excellent. What do you call it when you... The, what's that called? I used to have to go to meetings at the newspaper about this. When properly categorizing things. You'd have to have meetings about like which categories we can get rid of, etc. There's a word for it. You guys know it. If you're in IT, know. it's probably protocol. Something protocols, probably. Um, there we go. BB, 
Burn Barrel. Paul in the car. Okay. Holy hell. And his email. Okay. This is an immaculate, an immaculate um, representation. Well done, Paul. Hey, guys. Paul in the car. Hey, Hi, Paul. Paul. I'm just trying to figure out if I really have been living under a rock the last couple of years here. Some of it was intentionally just to avoid the hysteria, but... Uh, is there really a difference between people of color and colored people? I mean, all things yes. being equal. Huge difference. It's semantics, right? And, and it's just another po- way to posit being offended. I just don't yes. understand. the. I mean, this is psychotic behavior. And I'm amazed. Maybe I shouldn't yes. be that we're wasting our you know, time, 10, 15 minutes on the floor of this hearing to 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 debate that. And, to and get rid of the lady, words, to yeah, erase the words is, uh, from history. And not amend it. I mean, holy hell. <laughs> I guess this is where we're at. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Paul. But it is. And the, the thing is, is that like right now, BIPOC is all the rage. You're allowed mm-hmm. to use BIPOC, 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 BIPOC. Um, there will be a time in the near future when BIPOC is stricken from the record. Oh, yeah. That will be because, illegal, too. Because all the words come and go, and then you're not allowed to say the last one once the new one comes into vogue. Right. The last one becomes offensive. And you will know when you have violated the unspoken rules when you get stricken from the record. <laughs> right. Sometimes years after you violated the rules. Correct. And then your statue has to come back down, too. <laughs> anonymous. Okay. What do you think, Fritz or Steve? Uh, I think this anonymous is Steve. Hey, Tom, you were right in that Laverne and Shirley was a spinoff from Happy Days. Right. If you remember, Laverne dated Fonzie Ah. in those earlier episodes of Happy Days. And I always found it amazing when you look at Penny Marshall and uh, Henry Winkler in that they played Laverne DeFazio and Arthur Fonzarelli. Talk about um, appropriation. Port Italians can't get a gig in this uh, in this uh, franchise. Two Italians, mm-hmm. and they're actually of Jewish heritage. Yeah. So it mm-hmm. was just amazing how great of a character actors they were in that show. That said, isn't Sonny also in the Godfather? That's a good. That's what I was going to say. Well said. So Sonny, also James Con gypes a role that some poor Italian guy can't have. What is going on here? Handsome guy. My fave from The Godfather. You're right to think that? And yes, mm-hmm. he is a handsome guy. That is mm-hmm. smart. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's as far as my Godfather first takes First of all, go. Michael was just bitchy, especially in the first one. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually... My other take? Yeah. Is that the Italian wife was better in every way. And that chick that he ends up with is like a terrible mob wife. American pain in the ass. I would have been a way better mob wife. That was supple. That that was that was supple. My girlfriend from the time. Thomas. That was her. (laughs) Because they were absolutely believable as Italian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. What's the name? Okay, here we go. Hey, guys. A uh, very belated and uh, happy congratulations, I guess, for 800 and counting. I guess 810 and counting now. But uh, so thinking about uh, a child name, it kind of came out of the blue the other day. You got to figure the two of you are obviously um, 
world-renowned podcasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a terrific uh, world point of view. Oh, thank you. Uh, obviously, coming from the political right. Um, yeah, some people don't. And then on find top us of it, you got to figure that this child, when he comes out, he's going to have at least 150 podcasts under his belt, even though they're in utero. True. 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 Dude is is picking stuff up here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what a great I think insight. with all this, that's uh, a great point. True. The best idea would be maybe to name him Rush Shattuck. Ooh. So I like the idea, but that's a lot of sh- together. Sh- I feel like I'm yeah. shushing somebody in the middle of saying his name, Rush Shattuck. Rush Shattuck. It's a tough one. Is Rush Rush's full name? Yeah, Rush uh, Hudson Limbaugh. No, but Rush is like yeah, not Rush. a shortened version of something. No, no, it's not. Okay, yeah. I don't know. We haven't thought of it, but that's a lot of shh happening. Yeah, I like the idea, but yeah, I don't know if sound-wise it works with Shattuck. We're, and you don't want to have to give somebody in. a built-in uh, like a disability like that, where he's going to have to explain. We already have that with Anson. You know, he, we have a son named Anson, and people are like handsome. No, Anson. So Anson, now it's like Anthony. We built it into him now that he's. Time is being wasted because of our difficult choice of name. Oh, and Cyril is like... Oh, yeah. That, that's People can't figure Cyril, that out at all. Right. I, I even... You got to think about these Cyril, things. Cyril, Cyrus. Yeah, yeah. you got to think about these things because this... We didn't think of that. You. We both knew Cyril's and we didn't... It did not occur to us that Cyril was a weird name, but apparently it's a really weird name. I didn't, well, right, I didn't right. know. <laughs> like So, but also there are things like these things... My parents didn't realize when they moved... Somebody says Tucker Shattuck. I do like Tucker that. Tucker Shattuck. Ooh, I do like that too. I mean, I mean, but might as well at this point, like you know, call Actually, him Steve Bannon Shack. I mean, that's that's pretty late. <laughs> a certain dog that was owned by my family that died actually mm. fairly recently was almost named Tucker, right? Instead of Rambo. But it's a great story, Al. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but my dad nixed it, so there you go. My goodness. Now, Rush Shattuck just kind of flows. You can say, hey, who's that kid at first base? That's Rush Shattuck. Yeah, but it sounds like... Raw Shattuck. Like uh, Rashida. Rashida. Um, But a built-in disability that my parents did for... That me and my brother, Jimmy, Mm -hmm. had to endure. Okay. Is that we lived on Dean Road in Winchester. Okay. We used to live on Stone Ave. Nine Stone Ave. Nice and easy to say. Then we moved to Dean Road. Six Dean Road. Thomas so Shattuck? So 16. Exactly. Where do you mm-hmm. live? 16 Road? There's no 16 Road in, in Winchester, Tom. Waste <laughs> of time. All, all said, who knows? Could be six minutes of time. Do you remember when I was at the Jiffy Lube and I had to try and spell Shattuck for the person? Yeah, didn't you say this on the air just recently? No, I said it to our kids recently. Oh, did you? Okay. Yes, but I do love this, this story. Great. So I may have said it before on the show, but I don't think that recently. But the chat can stop me if I did. But I went through. She couldn't figure out the name Shattuck. I spelled it out like very carefully, letter by letter. And she finally like turned around the screen to show it to me and said, is this right? And she had everything except she was missing the C. So it was C-H-A-T-T-U-C-K. So we'd already been here like she had S-H-A-T-T-U-K. That was it. Right. There was no C. And we'd already spent like five minutes on this with me like carefully saying yeah. each letter as she listened. So she finally turns around the screen. She's missing the C. And I go, yeah, that's exactly right. It's just a C-K at the end. And she goes, Oh, 
deletes the whole thing and types Alice CK. That is fantastic. <laughs> so that was it. Like the comedian. That was my new name. That's it. Um, so anyway, if you're still feeling guilty about listening to that extra Patreon episode yesterday, you can subscribe. Otherwise, I highly should. suggest you subscribe. And now you've seen what you're getting. Or for those of you who refuse mm-hmm. to subscribe, I am going to ask that you bail out of the podcast until you've returned to me <laughs> the amount of minutes you've stolen. No, but we'll do so, some extra show this week for the Patreon people. I want Maybe Thursdays payments, probably a Alice. good day. Okay. Invoices. Okay. Paper invoices. And I will only accept checks. Like, what is it that we have to pay by... We had to pay by... We had to pay the main uh, Turnpike Authority by check the other day. It was freaking great. Ugh. Anyway, I only take checks, too. <laughs> Good. Um, anyway, so if you want to join the Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. Of course, you can always listen to the show for free. That's at burnbarrelpodcast.com. That's also where you can leave chat, chat messages. Everything else is free. Just do that. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.